de Jesus. Thank you, worship team. Hallelujah. What a wonderful presence of the Lord in here this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Can we just thank him this morning? Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you for just being with us, Holy Spirit. You do not fail us. It is not in your vocabulary. It's not anything that you can even do is fail us. So we thank you today. We thank you today, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you. We give you all glory. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I do want to share the word of the Lord this morning. And we're going to just continue to allow the Lord to just be in our midst and fill our, the rest of our time with his presence and his leading. And uh, I tell you what, it's just good to be in the house this morning and to worship with everyone that's here today. And uh, we're just so glad that you're here with us. And, and we're going to get into the word of God right now. So hopefully uh, you came ready to receive the word this morning. And uh, we have been talking and didn't really get to do a whole lot last week in our talk about the armor of God. But uh, the Holy Spirit had uh, some other plans for last week and moved in our services and uh, just a mighty time of the Lord. But I do feel like it's important for us to take a look and to discuss and, and uh, this spiritual conflict that takes place um, because we know that that is a reality. A spiritual conflict, a spiritual warfare is very much a real thing that each and every one of us go through and we deal with. And so we want to take a look at that. And hopefully by uh, the end of today, we can see that, you know, how many of you know that we have the power and the authority in Jesus Christ to live out this victorious life? Yes, yes. Amen. Absolutely we do. We have the power. We have the dominion. We have the, uh, the, the uh, place that he is giving us and he has said, I am giving you this power and authority uh, to be my ambassadors. And if he wants us to be an ambassador, then that means he's going to give us the victory for an everyday life for us, right? So that is very true this morning. So if you do have your Bibles, turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to get into that uh, right away. And uh, I'm just going to tell you right off the bat, we are going to be talking about the devil some today. And I hate to give him any glory but he is a real enemy this morning, but he is faced with a real power. How I many you know that to be true this morning? He might be a real enemy, but we have the real power, and we have the real one in Jesus Christ. Amen? So that's what we're going to face him with. We're not going to succumb to his trickery, uh, his schemes, uh, because he's done that to me too many times in the past, but we've wised up. We know we have the word of God today. Amen? We have a relationship with the Holy Spirit this morning. So we don't want to see anyone being uh, deceived uh, by the devil. So we're going to get into this. We know that the devil, devil's favorite schemes, uh, some of these, uh, you may have encountered some of these yourself. Uh, he will use fatigue, believe it or not. He will use fatigue. He will use that against us. He will use anxiety against us. He will use stress against us. He will use temptation against us. He will use fear against us. He will use despair. He will use lies. And he will use revenge. 
These are some of the main things that he will use against us. Now, we're talking about us as believers this morning, all right? We, that's who we're talking about. We're talking about each other's brothers and sisters in the Lord today, that yes, if we allow him, he will use these things against us. But we have wised up, and we're not allowing to allow him to infiltrate us any longer. Who would say that in here? You're not going to let the devil have any place in your life this morning. Right? That's a, that's a conscious thing that we have to do. Yes, I trust on the Lord. There's all power in the Lord for sure. Absolutely, 100%. But see, if I get and I open up things to him, then I'm allowing him to come in and have in some place of authority in my life. And that's where we have to be careful and we cannot allow that to happen. We have to wise up to what he's doing because he's had thousands of years uh, of deception and perfecting it. All right? So we can take a look at through the Bible how he has deceived even some of the, the ones that we talked about all the time, you know, in the Bible, these ones that are famous in the Word of God, and he's used deception against them. He's used temptation against them. He's used fatigue against them. He's used fear against them. All right? So we have this Word of God to go by. We have the Holy Spirit to operate in our life, to activate us so that we do not have to succumb and have to be, uh, you know, infiltrated with all of the stuff that he throws at us. It is a constant. It is a striking over and over again. Now, is anybody going to be real in here today and say, I know that to be true? I know it to be true because it's what he's done to me. I know he's done that, tried to do that, infiltrate my mind. And for some of us in here today, he's done that. In the past, he's done that. You may be sitting here today, and he's got a little bit into your mind. You're a believer. You're a daughter. You're a son in Jesus. But he's got a little bit of a, a stronghold working in your life. Can we be that real this morning? Because we're talking about some real stuff this morning. It's not the boogeyman under the bed. It's not the devil with the red horns and a pointy tail. It's real. And we know what he wants to do. And we don't have to live under his oppression. I will say it again. You do not have to live under the oppression of the devil. You have victory. Jesus, we say it all the time. You're not, you're not, we're not fighting uh, for victory, are we? We're fighting from victory because Jesus Christ, that is the one who's on the side of each and every one of us. The Holy Spirit. We just talked about the one who placed the stars in the sky. That's power today. That is who we have access to. That is the kind of power. That's the Kratos power that we've talked about before. That's real demonstrated power this morning. And we can talk about it, but do we hold on to that? Is our faith at a place to know that I can, I can, I can draw on the strength of the Lord and the power of his might this morning? Because that's what we have available to each and every one of us this morning. You see, the devil is going to try to do everything he can to erode your faith in God. And if I was to go around the room this morning and say, has this happened to anybody? Let me be the very first one to put my hand up because he has tried his best at me over the years to slowly erode my faith in God. You see, because if he can take away and he can he can come in and he can break off your faith in God, then he's doing what he needs to do in your life. That's true this morning. He's in there and, you know, he, he is very patient at what he does. 
This is going to sound like I'm giving him glory today. That is not the objective of this, okay? Please hear my heart. It is not to give him any glory whatsoever, but he is a real foe today. And I have witnessed too many times in 20 plus years in the ministry of him winning over believers who have what they need to overcome him. See, we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. But you know what he wants to do is, he wants to, he can't do anything about the blood of the Lamb. That's already happened. But he can do something about your words of testimony. And he will do everything he can to shut your mouth, to get you into a place where he's eroding a little bit of faith. You see, because if he can come in and erode at your faith, and he can cut away at your faith, are the words of your testimony going to come as quickly as they would before? Is that truth today? Am I speaking any truth? Because if he can come in there and he can clip away and he can just keep striking you, oh, you don't really believe that God can heal you. You don't really believe that God can free you and set you free. And he can place these little seeds of doubt into your mind. And what those seeds of doubts are doing, they're eroding a little bit here and there, and they're really affecting your faith. So when you go to talk to somebody and you tell them and you're praying for them for healing or for this or that, then if he's eroding at your faith, you're, mm, am I saying anything real today? It's real. And time is short. Do you believe it this morning? That time is short. It is short. So, so we have to be aware of what he's doing. And most of us in here today, I'm looking around, there's a lot of mature Christians. You could get up here and you could teach this or preach this way better than I could because you know it, right? We know this. But there's some in our midst this morning that are younger and they don't know. So we want to let you know that we have victory in Christ Jesus. And even if you've been walking this out a little bit, like I said, I'm probably 37 years walking with the Lord, right? But over 37 years, I would be ashamed to say how many times he's really tried to get into my mind. You know what I'm talking about this morning? But we don't have to let him. We give access. We grant him access into our lives. And we don't have to do that anymore. John Wesley wrote this. He says, as the most dangerous winds may enter a little opening, so the devil never enters more dangerously than by little unobserved incidents, which seem to be nothing, yet insensibly open the heart to great temptation. There's a lot in that. He comes in little by little. That's why we say we have to be very careful. The days are short. We can't allow him. You see, the bombardment of what's going on in our society, in our culture, about gender, confusion, attacks of the enemy, or whether or not it's right to be a homosexual or not, or whether or not pedophilia is okay or not. These all should be given things, right? They should all be very obvious that they're not okay. They're what God would call sin and some abomination and we can go down we don't have to just stick with those things right 
There's sex trafficking, there's gossiping, there's lying, there's cheating, there's slandering, there's, there's all kinds of things that we could go down through the list. But we know that there are some things right now in our culture, in our society, that is very much in your face and a bombardment. It is trying to erode at your faith. It's trying to wear you down. Don't we see what's happening? The voice that is screaming loud right now is nothing but a distraction to try to wear the saints down. It is trying to get you to a place where you are weary and you want to shut your mouth because you don't want to say anything that's going to go against because you know what's going to come against you. It's all this attack and it's very well planned out because he knows his time is short. So he's doing everything he can to silence the church and individuals. So he's working very hard at that. But we know what he's doing. We know his tactics, and we're calling him out, and we're not going to let him affect us as individuals anymore. Corey Ten Boom said, if the devil cannot make us bad, he will make us busy, and he will use busyness to do it as well. I think, Troy P., you mentioned that Sunday night when you preached a couple weeks ago. You talk about being busy. He will definitely do that. And I heard this one time. I thought it was very good. It's an acronym for busy, being under Satan's yoke. And there will be, how many of you know, you don't have to raise your hand today, but we're just going to be very open and honest today. But how many of you have thought that, and I've got a, and you maybe don't really think about it, but, and I've had a lot of distractions in my life lately. A lot of things that have really come, and they're just really distractions in my life. I hear that over and over and over again from people, that I have so many, and they'll begin to tell me, and they don't come out and say they're distractions, but in the spirit, that's what I'm picking up is, it's distractions, it's diversions, it's trying to take you off of the goal of what is important right now at hand, and they're all just these diversions that want to take place. And that's a very good tactic of the enemy in people. You see, the devil will do anything to keep us from realizing that Jesus already defeated him at the cross. Let's get into our text this morning. I want to get there. Ephesians chapter 6. We're going to start at verse 10. I gave you this a few weeks ago, but I feel like I need to go back over just a little bit of this because it's important to the text this morning. Some of you may be like, ah, armor of God. I've heard about this whenever I was in children's church. So did I. <laughs> but we're going to keep plugging it away. You're going to hear about it in adult Sunday school class too, I'm sure, over the course of time that you're here and you have already in the past. But we're going to keep talking about it because it's important stuff this morning. It's important. It's important to not only you as an individual, but as a body of believers. You know, it's important for us together, corporately. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, I want to hit on this just quickly, and I've I done this a couple weeks ago, but it says, finally be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might, and in case you don't know what ESV is, that's the English Standard Version, and if you can just stay right there on verse 10 with me just for a second, and um, I want to give you what those two Greek words, and some of you guys might be fans of Greek and some of you may not, but it's important, okay? It's important to know what those words are actually mean and so when I look at that word strong the very first one there finally be strong and we went over this a couple weeks ago but real quick that is the Greek word in endunameo okay I'm not a Greek person and I'll butcher 
the language, all right? But in dunameo, and that is a strength of an inward strength, right? It's an inward strength. And then you get into that and it says, be strong in the Lord. So that's an inward strength in the Lord. And then in the strength of his might. And that last word, strength, right there, that, that strength of his might, that is the Greek word kratos. And that is what we talked about, a demonstrated power. That's an outward power. That is the same power that rose Jesus Christ from the dead. So he starts off saying that, hey, you're going to be in a spiritual conflict. You're going to be in a spiritual war, right? But he opens it up with such a great way to open it up. He says, listen, you're going to be strong. I want you to be strong. It's an inward strength. And also in an outward strength, a Kratos power. So I wanted to make sure I put that in there because that's what we have this morning. We have inward strength and outward strength today. You see, the enemy is going to work at you and try to get you to forget all that as well. He's going to be like, well, I don't see any outward display. Where's it at? I'm the only one who ever thought that maybe. He'd be like, hey, where is it? Where is the outward display of strength? And he'll try to get you your faith and, and try to get you to check out on that and be like, oh, I don't have that. So he works, he tries to manipulate your mind. Let's move on from that. It says, put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. That's verse 11. And that word put on, that is an active activation word. There is no choice there. You need to put it on. How many of you know that this morning? It is an active word. Put on the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. That is paranopalia. And that means you have full resources. Everything. Trust me, I'm not trying to impress you about a Greek word. But you need to know what it means. Because it means you have full resources available to you. Anything that you need is available. You have it today. It says put on. That's an activation. You can't afford to pass up on accessing all the resources that are available to you this morning. All right? Stand against the schemes of the devil. That's the English Standard Version. But if you look at the King James Version, it says stand against the wiles of the devil. How many of you heard of the wiles of the devil? All those who are familiar with King James Version, it's the wiles of the devil. I brought this up just briefly last week, but it's important to know what the wiles of the devil are. We know that they're schemes, they're trickery, but it's methods. That's actually where that word method comes from. Is right here when we're going to look at this. It's a method. And don't you not, don't dare believe that he doesn't know your, what your, the method that works best on you. He knows exactly what method is working against you. And if you look where the wiles comes from, the Greek word methodia, and I think they have this up here for me. That's the word. And it comes from methodos. And uh, look at that. It's a way of searching after something, a method. And if you break that down, it's meth. That's a compound word, methodos, okay? It's meth, and it means altered, and odos means road. I brought this out last week real quick, but there's such deep meaning when you look at this. Because he is going to try to get you to go down an altered road. I'm telling you, he is a world traveler. He's a traveler. He's not omnipresent. He's not like God in that way. 
but he has people, uh, demons that are activated on his behalf. And here's the whole deal. He knows that you start a journey with God, right? Because he can see that. He knows that you've started a journey with God. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to come around and he's going to try to infiltrate in. You see that happening in churches today. Sadly, you see altered roads. It's the working of the devil. Because he's going to come in and he's going to try to get you, add a little bit of truth to it, but have a whole lot of lies and deception mixed in with it. And it's an altered road. It's a method. It's a wiles. It's trickery. It's scheming. But so for a lot of people, they don't, they don't know that. They don't see that. Deception is so hard to, to recognize because it is deception. And it's wiles. So if you go into this being haphazard and you're a pacifist and you don't care whether or not you're in a fight or not, then he's really going to run muck on your life. That's the truth of the matter of it. That might be hard to hear today, but that's the truth of the matter of it. I've done that for too many years where I just said, well, uh, you know, I'm a believer. And then I, I, I paid no attention to the spiritual warfare that was taking place in my life. And he was running amok in my mind. Because he found a method, he, and, I, and I believed and was deceived and into a, an altered road. And trust me, he travels that road, and he knows exactly what to do to try to get you to follow him on that travel road. So he knows what he's doing this morning. You see, the devil wants you to travel with him. But when you travel with him, you've got to remember who you're traveling with. You're traveling with a thief. You're traveling with a murderer. And you're traveling with a destroyer. And too many people, even in the church, and it's one of those things that you say, if the shoe fits, wear it. I don't know. I know where I used to be and what I've done and over my years of walking with the Lord. It is not a, it's not a proud thing. You understand? It's not something you get up here and you're proud that you allow the enemy to have access into your mind and take you onto an altered road. That's not a proud thing. That is coming from somebody with a little bit of experience in it is saying, don't follow that path. Do not fall for his wiles, his methods. Because some of you are here today and you're looking at me and you know exactly what I'm talking about because he's worked it over in your mind. And you don't, you don't just sit there and think about it every day. Well, I'm just going to let the devil wiles me. We don't think about that. But what happens is he's crafty and he knows how to chip away. And he knows how to get you to change your mind when you've took a solid stance on something for so long. And you compromise. He knows how to do that in your life, and that's what he wants to do. So today we say we're not, we're not giving in to you, devil. Do we recognize? We recognize. And that's where we're going to get to this next point. You know, I'm tired of the devil. Anybody else in here, quite frankly, just tired of it? There's coming a day where he will get his. Trust me. The word says it. But even today, I say, you get mine, devil, because I know who I am in Jesus. You get mine. I can't speak for you. You can't have mine. But you can stand up for yourself, and you say, I know who I am. 
That's why you have so many people talking to you about your identity in Christ. It's because you got to know who you are. If you, know, if you don't, you'll just become a doormat for the devil. And I've said long ago, I said, I'm not going to be a doormat for you, devil, anymore. You wreaked havoc and the manipulation and control in my mind for too long of a time. And finally, I found out who I was in Jesus Christ, and I started applying the word of God, which is active and sharper than a two-edged sword, all right, to my very being. And I said, show me, Holy Spirit, where I allow the Holy Spirit to erode in my faith. And trust me, when you do that, he will begin to openly show you in your walk. He will show you. So we know that the devil is this and what he tries to do. But 2 Corinthians says this, 2 Corinthians 2.11 in the King James Version. It says, lest Satan should get an advantage on us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. So if you're here today and you're listening to what I'm giving today, you can no longer say I'm ignorant of his devices. You can no longer be ignorant of his device. You know what he's trying to do. You may not know exactly how it is he's doing it, but you know that he is trying to work a method and alter your road daily. You know that. You should know that now. That's what he wants to do. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 10.5, I love this. He says, we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. You know what I feel like today up here? In my spirit, you know what I feel like today? I feel like uh, uh, somebody that's in a, in a, in a meeting and, and, and we're about ready to go out into battle. You know what I mean? That's what I feel like today. You know, I, I feel like we've been kind of in the, in, the, in the trenches a little bit and we've been preparing. But now he's got us to a point and he's like, yeah, we're getting ready. We're, we're taking this thing. And it's not to be cocky. It's just confident in who God is in each and every one of us. I'm sitting here trying to encourage you today that you can take every cap, every thought captive, destroy them, and hold down every imagination that's brought against your mind this morning. That's what Paul is saying. And I love the Greek imagery of this right here. This scripture that I'm reading today, we destroy arguments and we take thoughts captive. The Greek imagery here is this, and I love this. It's a Roman soldier. And he has a spear. And he has an enemy in front of him. And he's leading that enemy, the, the back of the enemy, to the front tip of that spear. And he's leading that enemy out. He's got the spear. And he can run the spear through his side if he wants to. But he is taking him captive. You, you see, can you see that spiritually today? That's what Paul is saying that we can do as believers this morning. When a thought comes your way, when a method is being worked out against you, when he's trying to get you to go down an altered road, you can grab a hold of the word of God and you can lead the enemy out of your life. Does anybody else think that's powerful this morning? The word of God is powerful. You can activate that word in your life. And you can take that word and you can lead the enemy straight up out of your life. I love that. You see, because the devil wants nothing more to work in your mind a playground. And it's not a playground. That's what he wants to make it out to be. But it's real. It's real. And a real enemy is met by real power this morning. I'm going to...
I'm going to say that many times. All right, I hope you guys are all right staying with me. I got a little more today. I'm not going to stay in verse 12 very much, all right? For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against spiritual forces of evil and heavenly places. We have a real enemy, and he operates in various degrees. And there's a whole lot more we can talk about, but we're not right now. I want to get into verse 13 real quick. It may not be real quick. But I just felt like saying real quick. I love breaking bread with you all. I do. I love it. That's what we're doing right now. We're breaking bread this morning. And we're here encouraging one another. You see, as a family, and if we're going to keep saying we're family, then we have to become family. Right? And if your family's in trouble, and your family's being attacked, then what do you do? You stand up for your family. And you come alongside your family. I love the picture of the, the wildebeest. Have you ever seen this? The wildebeest over in Africa or Australia, wherever they are from, maybe both places. Have you ever seen what they do whenever they have a wildebeest that is, you know what a wildebeest is, right? Like a big wild ox type looking thing, right? And they take that and they, they show a video of this and there's these dogs or these what are they called dogs in Australia? Hyenas. Hyenas. Right? And, and, they're, and they're surrounding these wildebeest. And, and the young or the injured wildebeest are the ones they're attacking so ferociously. But you see the wildebeest, they come around and they surround. And they come in and protect. And they're kicking. And they're, you know, they're doing everything they can to keep that hyena off. And that's really what a family of God needs to be, right? You need to come together because there's going to be times where you may not be as strong in your spiritual walk, right? That's the reality of it. But we need each other. You may have that in your close-knit family, but as a church family, we need to be that for one another. That's just basic church stuff, right? But I wanted to throw that in there. Let's get into verse 13. I love this. It says, therefore, take up the whole armor of God. Once again, you see that. That's full resources that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. And that word withstand, I love this, is resist. The word resist, James 4, 7. Yeah, that's where we're going. It says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. He will flee from you. Someone in here today, maybe more than one, you need to resist what's going on in your life right now. You need to resist. Because that, what are, you, what are we resisting? It's a mental assault is what it is. It's assault mentally. It's, it's allegations. It's, it's, it's things that are coming against us in our mind. Okay? And resist is an attitude, and it's a fiercely opposed to something. So we have to get to that point where we resist. It's like too many times when, if I, you know, when I said that I was, I was allowing the enemy to run amok, I wasn't resisting. I was just letting him have access. And you know that word devil right there, it is, it's translated, it means diablos. Have you ever heard that? 
Anybody heard of a gang called the Diablos? Huh? That's devil. And you know what Diablos means? It comes from the word dia, where it's to pierce or to go through. It's a striking. And balos comes from the word to throw. So you see what the devil wants to do at Diablos is he's throwing constantly, striking, 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 just wanting to pierce through. That's what he does. And if successful, that's where a stronghold is built up in your life. I hope this is getting somewhere today. Hopefully it's making some sense this morning. Here's the exciting part, though. And I'm about ready to finish up, and I'm going to have my wife come up here. Uh, if you want to come up here, you can. She's going to do something for me here in just a minute. That word flee, that's a powerful word right there. Small word. And when you think of a, an insect flea, it's, it's very small, isn't it? Totally different. Because it's a different word. But it's a small word. But it has a lot of meaning, brother. It has a lot of meaning. In its original meaning, it depicts this. It depicts a lawbreaker who flees in terror from someone or a nation because he broke the law. You see, when you start looking at the devil as a lawbreaker, he's coming against something that he should not have access to. He's coming into a territory that he has no authority to come into. But when we look at it as, well, you're a lawbreaker. You have no right to be here. You must flee in the name of Jesus. You must flee. The devil knows that he is a lawbreaker today. Does anybody believe that in here? That he is a lawbreaker this morning. James 4, 7 could be read just like this. It's a very short scripture, but it could be read like this. Stand firm against the devil, exclamation point. Can I say it with a little bit more emphasis? Stand firm against the devil. Somebody just woke up in here. It might have been a kid or it might have been an adult. I don't know. I heard some snoring just a minute ago, so I know it's warm in here. All right. I'm going to do it again, so get ready, okay? Nancy's already hitting her ears, all right? That's fine. Norma, go ahead. Stand firm against the devil. And if I felt like I could hit that and it wouldn't shatter right now, I would do it. Or shatter my hand. I'm not going to do either one. Stand firm against the devil. That's what we have to do. That's right. You see what that says up there? Be unbending. Be unyielding in the way that you resist him. So that he knows he's up against a serious contender. Because if you don't, he's going to know exactly what you are. You're not going to fool him. You can't fool him like that. You have to let him know that you are serious. Because this is a serious war. It is a war of your life. For eternal life. 
I know what somebody just thought right there. Well, Jesus Christ, he paid it all. Yeah, you're absolutely right he did. He done what he needs to do. That is for sure. But it's up to us as individuals or not whether or not we're going to walk it out. That may not go good with some of your theology in here today, but that's absolutely true. Because I can say a prayer of repentance at 13 years old or 20, and I can walk away totally against him. And I can live for the devil all the rest of my life. i got very few amens there, but that's okay. But you can do that. Now, you can give your life at 13 years old or an adult or whatever time, and you can walk with the Lord, and you have security in your salvation. Very much true. So I'm sorry if you're once saved, always saved in here. I'm not sorry. I shouldn't apologize for that. All right. I don't know. That was the Holy Spirit or something because um, I just felt like I needed to say that. But just keep going in this. Verse 7, James 4, 7. If you take this kind of stand against him, he will take, tell, and run like a criminal who knows a day of prosecution is upon him because it is upon him. Once you start resisting him, he will flee from you in terror. Go ahead. Take a picture of that with your cell phone because that is good stuff right there. It is good. But that's where we have to get in our walk, right there. Mm. I got Dina. She's going to read some scriptures. But I want to leave with some promises of the Lord. Because we combat him with the word of God. We combat him with the word of God. Okay? One effective way the enemy works is through discouragement. And he will try to do that. And I really felt like the Lord done some amazing things in that area last week in our morning service. Because it just felt like a discouragement. Dina, I felt like your word that you got up and you, that was on point with what you said, what the Holy Spirit was saying through you. He wanted to let us know to be encouraged. An encouragement. Because discouragement is running rampant. And here there's the definition of discouragement. It's a deficit of courage. That's really what it is. And some people think of all these other definitions for discouragement. But it's really just a deficit of courage. And courage is the ability to face uncertainty with faith-fueled hope. Courage is the ability to face adversity with faith-fueled hope. Courage is the ability to face danger with faith-fueled hope. Courage is the ability to face suffering with faith-fueled hope. So today I want you to speak the name of Jesus over yourself. Speak over that discouragement. Let the word of the Lord and his promises encourage you this morning. I asked Dina as we get ready to close. She wants to, she's going to read off probably fast. She, she can speak very fast. Right? But I want to leave you with some promises of the Lord. And his word is so powerful. And we just need to let the word activate in our life and let it come alive like never before. And in these last days that we live in, because we are living in last days, absolutely living in last days. How long those last days are, I don't know. But we are living in the end of days. And the enemy's doing everything he can. We know that. But are we as a church doing everything that we are commissioned to do? compelled to do. And I want you to hold on to some promises of the Lord this morning.
before I read these, I felt like um, the Lord wanted us to make a declaration, and you can do it out loud, you can do it in your mind. But when I read these scriptures that the Holy Spirit breathed, not that we wrote, not that you wrote, mm -hmm. but the Holy Spirit breathed, I want you to make a declaration to the Lord, God, as this is being read, I receive your yes. word for yes. my life. Thank you, Jesus. Even if in this moment I don't feel it, even in this moment I don't understand it and I don't see where it's coming from, I receive your word that is spoken in this place today. If you would, if you have a physical uh, Bible, would you just hold it? You don't have to hold it straight up in the air. Would you just hold it in your hands right now? Isaiah 40, 31, yes. he gives strength to the weary. Yes. Isaiah 54, 10, his love never fails. Yes, Jesus. Colossians 1, 13 to 14, God has mm. redeemed you. Yes. Exodus 14, 13 through 14, the Lord will fight for you. Amen. James 1, 5, he promises us wisdom. Yes. Deuteronomy 31, 6, God will not and will never forsake you. That's right. Thank you. John 3, 16, he promises us eternal life. John 8, 36, he will set you free. John 8, 36, he will set you free. John 8, 36, he will set you free. John 8, 36, he will set your sons and your daughters free free in the name of Jesus. You, Jesus. Philippians 4:19 he will meet all of your needs. Yes. Psalm 50:15 call Jesus. on him and he will answer you. Yes. Nehemiah 8:10 God's joy is mm. your strength. Yes. Jeremiah 29:11 God has a plan for your life. Yes. All of you who are, who are wondering what it is, I yes. want you to put your hand and say, God has a plan for Thank my you, life. God has a plan Hallelujah. for my life. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 15, 54, we have victory over death. Second <laughs> yes. Timothy 1 and 7, you have the spirit of power mm. and of love and of a sound mind. Yes. John 16, 33, Jesus has overcome the world. <laughs> Romans 8:37 you are more than a conqueror. Yes. Romans 8:39 nothing can separate you from God's love. Thank Ephesians 1:3 you are blessed with every spiritual blessing and Revelations 22:20 20, Jesus is coming soon. Amen. Father God, we just lift Thank our hands Jesus. and our hearts in this place this morning. Hallelujah, God, Jesus. we receive the word of yes. the Lord that you have spoken to us today. You, we receive the word of the Lord that you have Hallelujah. spoken through your servant this morning. Praise God, you, we know that there is a real enemy out Thank there seeking whom he may devour. But God, mm. your word said he is like a yes. roaring lion. For you, God, are the lion of the tribe of Judah. Yes. And you are the one who fights our battles for us this morning. You, so, God, as you stand in the gap for us, as you mm. stand right next to us, God, we believe, Lord Jesus, that your word will mm. cover everything, God, yes. that we are facing, that your word is more powerful, God, than mm. any two-edged sword, and, God, that it would penetrate every thought that the enemy tries to bring. It will penetrate everything that the enemy is trying to take captive yes. in our mind. 
So God, I pray that you would speak the word and that we would hide it in our heart. So when the enemy comes in like a flood, God, we can speak your word for your word, God, is what raises up a standard against it. It is your word, God, that brings life. It is your word, God, that brings rest. It is your word, God, that brings strength. It is your word, God, that brings sleep and rest to the one, God, who is dealing with insomnia. It is your word, God, that brings strength to the weary. It is your word, God, that brings strength to those that are discouraged. It is your word, God, that brings peace to those who are are experiencing fear. For God, it is your word that stands truth. It is your word that will stand until the end of time. God, we give you praise for your word this morning. Yes. We give you praise for your word. We thank you, God, that you didn't plant us here on this earth, God, with nothing. But God, you gave us the very tool that we needed, and it is in your word. And God, we stand on your word this morning. We stand on your word, for it is truth. For it is truth. For it is the only way. For it is the only way. For it is the only truth. No matter how the world, no matter how the enemy tries to twist it. Your word is truth and we will stand for truth. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you this morning. We praise you this morning. We praise you this morning. Thank you, Jesus, Jesus, for your word. Thank you, God, for your word, for your word, for your word that is breathed into the life of every believer. Thank you for your word this morning, God. Thank you for your word. Give us a love for your word. Give us a hunger for your word. Give us a hunger for your word to where we eat and we breathe and we sleep the word of God. Your word is very breath. Your word is the very breath that we need to live this life on this earth until we can come and be with you in your kingdom, Jesus. Worthy is your name, God. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. His word this morning. Amen. Powerful, powerful, powerful. Praise the Lord.